Yay! Oh my god, we're back together again! Together forever, forever, forever. What you got there, Lori? What's what's the take of our song you got? Yeah, yeah, I got a song, but you know, reunited. <laughs> and what never... does it feel like? Oh, does it, it feel, feel so, so bad? <laughs> it feels so good. That's the best I can get out of her. People That's right. never get her to sing. Only at Christmas, just barely at Christmas, barely. we can yeah. get a few little Noels out of her. But yes. otherwise, she's a work in progress on that. Yeah, everyone's thanking you for not getting me to sing. <laughs> Speaking of singing, Anna. Yes. Who's the big singer that's uh, getting canceled or whatever? Well, I don't know. Is she being canceled? But it is Madonna, it seems, that she's just getting a lot of... Flack. Uh, yeah, criticizing and because she decided to try to keep her youth. I mean, everybody has a different standard of beauty. Everybody has a different way of trying to either maintain, become more beautiful, or turn back time, or whatever. W- what exactly did she do? And I know it's it has to do with, like, implants, maybe, on her cheeks, maybe the same way Michael Jackson did. Didn't he have, like, implants on his chin and his cheeks? And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, you know what? It's so hard to, like, as I get older, I, I'd, like, I don't want to be judgy about people's appearance, you know, especially like women in entertainment as they age, you know, you're fighting this whole thing. The choice to have plastic surgery is personal. And if you want to do that, you go for it. Mm -hmm. But I think that there are just some cases where it just does not go well, (laughs) you know, and it doesn't seem to be have anything to do with how much money you have, right? Like clearly Madonna's got a lot of money. It's not like she went down to like, you know, Bob and Jim's nip and tuck, right? (laughs) So... I don't know if she, she does not look like herself. She looks very different and she looks different in a way that me personally, I don't think is nearly as attractive as she looked when she was in her twenties and thirties. Right. And so I don't know if it's a choice for her to look like this or if it went wrong and she's just trying to play it off or I don't know, but it's not a good look and she's not helping it. With some, like, you know, weird stuff she's doing with her hair and her clothes and all that stuff. Which, you know, (laughs) she's done weird stuff with her hair and clothes since she was 15. But it's like you get to a certain age and then you pile the plastic surgery on top of it. And it's kind of, personally, it makes me sad. Because I love Madonna. I love Madonna in the 80s and 90s. Love her music. She's a trailblazer. There would be, I get in this fight with people all the time. There would be no Britney and no Janet without Madonna. I'm sorry. It's true. She did it first. Um, but now it's like, uh, kind of wish she'd just ridden off in the sunset and we didn't see her again. You know, I hate that feeling. <laughs> well, you know, I have, I have a lot of feelings about this. Number one, I remember several years ago, maybe more than several, when Marie Osmond got her lips puffed up mm, and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand to look at her. And I thought, you know what? If that's what she wants, it's her business. But I think what happens when people are in the public, I think that we, the lovers of the people that do the thing, because we don't do it, right? So Mm -hmm. they're brave. They do it. They should get to do whatever they want. They've got the money. But when we see a big change, we don't like it because we don't like change. 
And so with Marie, was it pretty? I don't know. I personally didn't like it. And so every time I saw her, I was like, oh, her lips are puffed up. That was my first thought. And so with Madonna, you know, there is so much pressure in this industry yeah. to not mm-hmm. age. And so I, for that reason... I feel like nobody has the right to judge her. I mean, I'm in an industry where I'm out of the demographic. I hope the bosses aren't listening. Mm-hmm. I have aged out of my position, but I have a young voice, and I I work on looking young. I do it with supplements and collagen and eating right and trying to drink lots of water, but I do try to look my best and look my youngest, but I'm not trying to reverse age. I'm just trying to look great for my age. And I wonder mm-hmm. if there's an element of that. Because like you, Claire, I don't feel like I have any right to judge because look at the pressure she's under. But it's hard to understand, and we hate to see those big changes, especially when we're her age and we're aging. Like, can't right. you just age with us? Can't we right. all do this together? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You look at, like, um, uh, also at the Grammys, Bonnie Raitt won a Grammy. And she looks her age. She looks mm-hmm. fantastic. I'm sure, mm-hmm. like you, Lori, she just does, of course, actually, unlike you, back in the 70s, she did a crap ton of <laughs> drugs. But now, in, in, in the two, two 2020s, whatever we're in, she probably moisturizes and drinks water and takes supplements and does, like, really healthy stuff to, to look as good as she looks for her age. Mm-hmm. It's a different, she's in a different kind of part of the industry than Madonna's in, right? So yeah. you're right. There's a ton of pressure on her. But I, I like what you said there about we just don't like change. I think that's that's true. I think we just, it's too much change. Remember when Kenny Rogers, of all people, had plastic surgery done? And he just, yeah. he didn't look like himself. I The first time I saw him, I didn't know who it was. Which, he looked like a baby Kenny. He did. It's like if I'd never seen that person before i'd be like oh who's this guy but knowing who it was i was like what happened (laughs) right i agree i wonder if something went wrong because when you look at the pictures and the videos from that night of the grammys she looks a little swollen and Mm -hmm. and i i wonder if she this is the look that she was going for yeah maybe the her her skin looks smooth she doesn't look like she's got wrinkles on her forehead her eyes or her cheeks or her you know the laugh lines around the mouth or anything like that that has disappeared i think we've seen her with those before Maybe it wasn't exactly or at all what she was hoping it would be. But then maybe that'll come later. Because I don't know when she got that surgery, those surgeries or surgery. Um, The problem I have is more about how people are reacting Mm -hmm. and comparing. I think there was a picture behind the scenes with Sheryl Crow and Bonnie Raitt. And people are like, look, they're their age and they did minimal surgery. And Bonnie's even older than Madonna. Mm -hmm. Look, you know, I mean, people are just so, so judgy. And I'm like, if that's what she wanted to do, then be it. And they're basically shaming her Mm -hmm. and and comparing her, Mm -hmm. which is another form of shame. I I feel like you brought up a good point, Anna. It's like, so it's the first of the year, and you all know I'm a small business owner. I have uh, two other businesses that I work at besides doing radio. So I've jumped in a couple of these challenges where you get on with these gurus for five days in a row. And one of the things that every one of them has said is when you rise up, when you make more money, when you get seen, people get more judgmental. Because they're not doing it, and you are. 
And so it's it's kind of like some people might be, well, I just don't like the look. But sometimes there's really that thing of, well, look at her. She's doing it. She wore her bra on the outside of her clothes when it was <laughs> right. such a conservative society. Everybody was like mortified. Right? right. So she did the thing and she, you know, she was brave. And we know most most small businesses don't make it. Why? Because people can't do the thing. Step up, make those big, scary leaps. And when we look at the people that did do that and do have great success, then somehow we think we get to make a call on what they choose to do with their life. And so it's just interesting to look at it from the perspective of business because she is a business. She is a brand. She is Madonna. She she is her money. Like, it's not her music. It's her and everything right. she brings to the table. Yes. And so, and, you know, we've seen Lady Gaga. We've seen lots of women do some really weird things. And we judge them at first. And then 10 years later, we're like, oh, yeah, I remember when she wore a bra on the outside of her clothes. <laughs> but she wasn't physically changing. And so I think I want to be a person that's like live and let live. But like you, it makes me sad that everyone thinks they have the right to point their finger and say the thing and it has become easier for us to become a meaner yes. society. I think that probably people have always thought and said these things, but now there are these big megaphones with which we can hear them in, in the mm. form of social media. And people aren't afraid to go out there and just be mean anymore. Right. Um, not to get political, but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> I was absolutely appalled at the response to the State <laughs> of the Union address by Sarah oh. Huckabee Sanders. When she went out of her way to call Joe Biden old. I mean, just the oh, way really she said it oh, was so like, I'm a mom and it's 40 and he's 80. I mean, it was like, oh, my God, it was a personal attack. Yeah. And among there are many other things she did, too. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like it came off so mean. And I, I don't recall like 20 years ago, you wouldn't have done that. You would have just mm -hmm. stuck to the politics and um, and 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 yeah, you would have said uh, probably mean things about their politics, but not about them personally. And I just flabbergasted that we've gotten there. So, yeah, I think that's part of it, too, with Madonna is that we're just we're hearing it so much. And it I guess it saddens me because you're right. Madonna's never been afraid to be an outlier and do really weird things. But this is different. I think at least it strikes me different, probably because I I kind of relate to her with that the aging, right? Like right now she's not battling to get attention by wearing a bra on the outside. She's battling to not look like she's 60 and, and stay relevant. And that's the saddest part is that relevance is, is, you know, no matter how much money you have as an artist, when you lose your relevance, you lose everything. Um, and that's, that's, that I think is what strikes me about Madonna. That's what's so hard to see and hear. That, that's such a good point because I feel like when you think of demographics, I feel like she is the epitome of relevance and she gives us all so much hope. Mm -hmm. And so trying to lower her demographic to feel re relevant makes me sad because she is so important in her age group and the fans that have grown up with her. Absolutely. Yeah. That said, I... I don't know that I'd see her again in concert, you know? I, I wonder, <laughs> I feel like I want to retain the memory of what an, I saw her several times, of what an amazing performer she was, then see her now and feel like, oh, I'm, that's, this isn't right, you know? Mm. 
Interesting. When's the last time you saw her in concert, by the way? I wonder. Oh, forever ago. Which is 19, probably 2000, maybe. That was yeah. the last time you saw her. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm happy for you that you got to see her during her, her heyday because I saw her back in, um, I want to say 2012 or 2013. It made me bummed out that I didn't see her in her prime because I wasn't, enter- I mean, it was entertaining, but it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. And and then she made everyone wait for like four hours. To- yeah, <laughs> to- that was like the MO of her whole tour last time was making people wait four hours. Everybody I know, I know no matter what city you went to. It everyone off, including yeah. myself. But, Crazy. Um, she's going to tour again. She's been announced, at least in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. one of our coworkers was saying that she's really excited. She thinks that she's going to go. And I wasn't going to say anything. Who wants to say, don't go to a Madonna concert? Right. I don't think I'll ever see her again for that reason. But she is supposed to, I think the way they're marketing, at least with, um, it was her name, Amy starts with an S, and she's a comedian, and she's really Mm -hmm. funny. Sure. Sure. Schumer, Schumer, yes. There was a little skit they did, and she's like, I got a good idea. Why did you get, why did you tour, have a concert, and you play all the decades of everything your entire career? And uh, I think Madonna said something like, you mean all four decades? And so I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted <laughs> back in 2012. Now you're going to do it? So go mm. if you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, so fun fact, um, uh, <laughs> I'm in the, the, the Madonna Truth or Dare movie. What? <laughs> sorta. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the uh, the concert uh, in Detroit where they she brought her dad out and everybody sang happy birthday to her dad. Yeah, I was there that night. Uh, so, so we can't really see you. Oh no, I don't think so. Nah. <laughs> but you, you were there. Funny. There may be a crowd shot scene where there's a little teeny 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 tiny speck up <laughs> of the nosebleeds where you'll see me, but um, <laughs> no. You know, someday we're going to have the technology to really zoom in on old videos like that. (laughs) And we'll be able to see you. We'll be like, hey, look, there's Claire. And she's wearing a scrunchie. I probably was wearing a scrunchie. (laughs) And a stonewashed jean jacket. Underneath the members only jacket. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I didn't have was I did not have parachute pants. I mean, I had them, but I never wore them because they were like, this is just terrible. Um, I I couldn't wear parachute pants because if I did, then I would look like the marshmallow man. (laughs) (laughs) The Stay Puffed man. (laughs) So, Anna, did you watch the Grammys? You know what? They're not giving me the option. All I can do is watch the highlights. So that's what I did. I watched some highlights, including Harry Styles getting his award for Album of the Year, I think. He's so adorable. He 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 did unholy right the the song, um no that's Sam Smith oh so Sam Smith did that one okay because yeah. yes at, at, at the um at the Grammys apparently and I didn't see this whatever the big record they were on was supposed to go one way but during just before it went the opposite way and they had to reverse everything it was in my yeah, show that was, prep so that was Harry Styles yeah that was that was record. Harry okay that was. Oh, my God. I can't. You know, I used to be a stage manager and I had like 50 hives when I heard that story because (laughs) you those dancers rehearse over and over and over and over. And to have the turntable go the wrong way. I mean, someone could have been really seriously hurt. 
let alone just feel like an idiot, you know? Everybody had to change up their moves? Right. Yeah. That sucks! <laughs> On stage, live, like right in front of everybody. Not like, oh, an hour before we have to do this. Like, oh, right. it's happening. So, so that's why I, I wondered if anyone saw it because it Not sounds live, like they no. pulled it off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you yeah, know. They're professionals. Yeah. Well, that's what it said. <laughs> the ultimate professional. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I watched, um, I, you know, I've never seen Hamilton in person, but I did get to watch the Disney, the Disney filmed version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, ta- a big turntable in that, too. And, um, oh, my God, I get such a heebie-jeebies when I see turntables uh. because I know what goes. I know the blood, sweat and tears that goes into performing on a turntable. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I can't even imagine the, the Harry Styles thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> Sam Smith was getting, I don't know, he did a Satan thing and. Everybody's like, oh, so you know, the Satanists, and not the Satanists, they're fine. They don't care. But the other people get all up in arms when you dress up as the devil, especially okay. when you're a gay man. So it was two different things. Somehow yeah. I mashed them together. Okay. A mishmash. Oh, yeah. Nope. Two. They're both English, if that helps you. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, and Sam Smith had something to say about Madonna and how happy he did. He, he I mean, they did they give the award to her or announce her? Sam Smith said, I'll never forget your kindness. Uh, he sings Madonna. Day. Oh, Sam Smith won something. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and and he thinks about Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He, he goes by they and, and they sing Madonna's yes. praises and said she was kind. So my daughter and I were watching the highlights that we could watch from the Grammys. And we were watching what is what is their name? Um, the first trans singer and Sam Smith. Gave oh. them the sh- their shot, and Kim, you know, is it Kim Petras? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. And I was explaining this to my daughter. She was like so excited the inclusion and that they won, and and that Sam Smith decided to choose them to receive the award and do you know and do the thanking on stage and everything. And yeah, I didn't get to see the Grammys, and um, why is that? Oh, I was on an airplane, duh. But um, <laughs> that's why I didn't get to see the Grammys. But I, I just, I haven't really, like, I don't think I have the patience to sit all the way through it anymore. I, I, I would do what you did, Anna, which is try to watch it the next day. But they're not letting you watch it. You know, the other award shows you can get on Hulu or whatever and, and pretty much watch the entire thing the next day. And Grammys doesn't do that. I'm, I'm assuming it has something to do with music rights and blah, 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 and all that stuff. So you can sure. only kind of, like, hot track it and watch some highlights and stuff until they get around to putting it on, you know, HBO or Hulu or whoever gets the rights to it. Um, right. But so it was kind of a bummer I didn't really get to see it. But I will say it's the one place where um, if you did sit down and watch the whole thing for three hours, where no matter what kind of music you like, you'll be introduced to something that you didn't know existed. I mean, to have a world where Brandi Carlile is as Ugh. like accepted and just owns the Grammy Awards the way she does, uh, right alongside Beyonce and yeah. <laughs> Bonnie Raitt and Sam Smith and, and just all of these people. It, it's pretty great in that sense that it, it's the great equalizer in terms of all different kinds of music. But I just don't Outside of the Oscars, actually, that's not true. I watched the Oscars and the Emmys. Those are the only two that I have the patience for, which is weird because they're probably the least interesting. <laughs> but um, I think because I used to work in the entertainment industry, I guess I still do kind of. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I sort of, I don't know, I like those things. I have more patience for that kind of stuff. I mean, I didn't see the Grammys, but watching some of the videos and it goes, you know, sometimes when they're actually giving the announcement of the winners and stuff, they're doing a lot of the, a little bit of content before and after. Mm -hmm. And you can tell, like, 
some of the people there, uh, attendees, were really having a good time, more so than I really have ever seen before. And I'm talking like Lizzo and uh, Adele. They were mm-hmm. sitting, I think they were sitting together, and they were like having a great old time and really cheering each other on. Yeah, I, I think it's it's so different now that, that they're at tables. I mean, it used to be you were sitting in an audience. I think that whole notion of table, who knows, maybe they have a few drinks or whatever while they're while they're doing it. But I think it definitely makes for a more a more party festive atmosphere. I think all the award shows are doing that now. I don't know, maybe not the Oscars, but you know, the Golden Globes do that and the Emmys they've been doing that too. It definitely makes it more fun. I, I would think it would make it more fun. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you know, as a woman you get more of a chance to, you know, slip your shoes off under the table. I'm all <laughs> about that. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Well, I know that I did want to bring up, uh, you know, I do the public affairs show here at the radio station. I found somebody that teaches tango to people with disabilities. Huh. Aww. Who would think tango with disabilities? And it's it was just so amazing. And the stories that she told, and it's right here in Seattle. Uh, she went to Argentina on a trip when she was younger and fell in love with tango, came back. Her friends said, teach us. She started teaching it. And somehow they started a program for people with disabilities and uh, just to get them moving because tango tells a story and that's the whole premise of it. And I just thought it was so amazing to think of the things people think of. Creative minds just mm-hmm. blow me away. Wow. That's so great. Did she have any um, personal connection to someone with a disability that made her want to do that? Or was it just a, a light bulb moment she had on her own? That's a great question. Uh, no, but what happened is somebody came to a class that had a disability and she recognized the joy that it brought because mm-hmm. for many people with disabilities, number one, they don't get out much. Number two, they're not never invited to stand up out of their wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. They're never invited to dance. It, it was, it's just amazing to hear her stories and how, you know, there's also like a writing program here called Little Bit Therapeutic Writing Center. And the same thing, people with disabilities that can, some of them can barely move, yet they can get on and ride a horse and move with the horse. And I just, it just really kind of has been opening my mind and my eyes to just to celebrate people who, who get an idea like that and are willing to just like, if, if someone would say to me, Hey, I teach tango. I think I'm going to go teach it to people in wheelchairs. I, I mean, I'm a coach. I would be like, yeah, cool. How are you going to do that? But also Mm -hmm. I might be going, what? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I just love that. And then also one more thing. Did you know we have a Seattle pup that's going to be in the puppy bowl this year? (gasps) No. Yeah, really? it's a seven-month-old boxer mix from the Seattle oh. Humane Society. Yeah, so yeah. sweet. I think his name is oh. Connor. Yeah, so. I love the puppy so bowl. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the puppy bowl. Okay. I don't know if it's I'll... at halftime or if it's during. It's right around the same it's, time. You it kind of goes during for those wives and friends and people that don't want to watch the game they can just watch yeah. puppies play the whole time oh mm-hmm. yeah. puppies really they really make people happy I, I just watched this video and it was from the vantage point of someone who was driving through a drive a starbucks drive through and they had their pu- new puppy and <laughs> but the thing that you see is the puppy's already in the arms of the starbucks baristas at the cashier <laughs> and, and they're all like just gushing and they're like oh and one of them goes, 
thank you so much. You have no idea. We had the worst shift ever. And then the, the woman's like, I'm so glad my puppy was able to do this for you. And then the girl's like, you have made me so happy. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but I, you know, I, I have to say about the person you interviewed with doing the tango for mm-hmm. um, disabilities, I think that is so great. And what what you said is a lot of folks with disabilities, they don't get invited to do things. The invitation itself for whatever yes. it is, including tango, including a class, including to do something together, volunteer, like when you bring people together, I think that's the best thing ever, mm-hmm. ever is to invite the, the invitation. I love, yeah. I love that you talked about that. Yeah. In fact, she said tango is an invitation. It's like, I'm inviting you and then you come and I do this move and you do that move and it's a story and it's a give and take. And so it's different really than any other dance. Just the whole premise and concept. Now I'm intrigued by tango. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I've seen it. (laughs) Is that the one that goes da 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 and the woman usually has a rose in her mouth. Yeah, in the time. And so interestingly enough, when I did the interview, she was back in Argentina. And tango is their life. And so their COVID had shut a lot of people down and a lot of people had passed away. And so now all these people are on their own. Like they tangoed with their partner every Friday night. It was like their lifestyle. And now they're going to the dance and they don't have a partner. And she said it was just interesting seeing how COVID had affected that community where she was. Mm. Yeah. So now you're all going to go do the tango. (laughs) Sharon and I have taken dancing lessons. I don't think we ever got to the tango. We did like Mm. the Moxtrot and the Charleston and all that other kind of stuff. But I don't think we got to the tango. So maybe we will someday. I want to see you guys do some break dancing. I, I could break something, believe me. But <laughs> I didn't even. Uh, I went to a bat mitzvah last weekend. I I had not been to a bar bat mitzvah since my nephews, which would have been about fifteen years ago. And oh. um, this was super fun. And sure enough, they did. You know, they had dan- mostly it was dancing for the kids. It was like you know Taylor Swift's greatest hits going on down there. But um, they did do Havanagila, and so oh. we did like the grapevine dancing, and then it becomes a circle, and it was wow. really fun. Um, I did that for a little bit. I, I actually, I, for after a while, I stepped out and I filmed it because it was so fun to, to watch no. everybody having such a good time, old people and young people. But that, like, wow, that was, I burned a lot of calories, more calories in like 10 minutes <laughs> doing that grapevine dance than I had done in ages. You know, that was fun. That's oh. so cool. <laughs> yeah, dan- dancing is definitely not my first, uh, my top most skill. <laughs> but you have tried it. That's the I cool have. thing. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's really you nice. You've got to get in there. Yeah. you got to yeah. get in there. All right. All right. So, well, before we go, who's going to win the Super Bowl? we got the Chiefs. we got the Eagles, I believe. So, who's going to win, guys? I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, and I don't, like, I'm, I'll be happy either way. I just want it to be a close game. I have no, like, <laughs> team in this one. I wouldn't mind if the Eagles won because I really like Jalen Hurts. I think he's really cool. Um, but I think the Chiefs are just a really great team. Yeah, yeah. How about you? How about you, Lori? Who do you want to win, or who's oh going to win? Oh my goodness! I, I don't even. I don't even. Is it know. is it the cuter quarterback? Is it what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wherever I am, whoever they're rooting for, I'll root with them. How about that? How's that for codependent? That works. Good work. 
<laughs> and Anna, you're rooting for the Chiefs, right? You know, they're on the other side of where I grew up, but I might be rooting for Philadelphia. I have a couple people that I just truly love that I know they're rooting for Philadelphia, but I have a lot of people that love the Chiefs too. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Rihanna's going to win. Yes. I think, okay. I think Rihanna may win too. I think Rihanna's <laughs> going to do great. Although well, la- last year's is going to be really hard to beat. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. With It was like Eminem and oh my God, that was oh like. Oh my God, that was so good. And the different levels and like, yeah. oh my God. That, that was, structure was so cool. Yeah, so oh man. That was pretty great. But, um, but I like Rihanna, so we'll see what she brings. Brings, bring it. Bring it, bring it. Come from the sky. Oh wait, mm-hmm. Katy Perry's done that. Jump off Do the scoreboard? Nope. Michael Jackson did that. <laughs> right, right. Parachute? Nope. That was James Bond and the Queen. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> okay, okay, Adam, we're counting on you. We're counting on you. Well, happy Super Bowl, both of you. You too. Yes. Have a great time, everybody. Yay. Yay. And happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. happy Valentine's Day. Oh, love. Or as I like to call it, Singles Awareness Day. (laughs) Right, that too. (laughs) And Galentine's Day. There's that too. All right, guys. Love you. Love you too. Love you too. This is Listen and Learn. Or Or not. not.